What is going on, movie lovers? Welcome back to another edition of No Content for Old Men. This is the podcast where every week I give you reviews of the latest movies and some streaming suggestions for your weekend. As always, I'm your host, Matt Craig. Thank you so much for listening. It's episode, or I guess newsletter edition, 208. And this time we're talking about, well, women talking (laughs) and The Pale Blue Eye on Netflix, um, as well as, of course, the streamers that you can check out over the course of this week. Uh, Really appreciate you listening. I really appreciate you spreading the word to someone else who might like our movie conversations every Friday. And you can get in touch with me on Twitter at Mr. Matt Craig or through my newsletter at MattCraig.Substack.com in order to tell me what you think of any of these movies if you do see them this week or what movies I should be watching in the future. All right, let's, uh, without further ado, talk about, well, women talking. The first thing to say about women talking is the most obvious, and I'm not the first to say it, but right up front, I'll tell you. The title of this movie is quite literal. The plot is almost entirely a discussion between a group of women set in a single location. You'd expect it to be based on a stage play, and in fact, it has inspired a one-night-only theatrical production in New York City, but in fact, it is based on a novel which is roughly inspired by true events that took place on a Mennonite colony in the mid-2000s. Regardless, the filmmakers deserve an enormous round of applause for producing a drama at just one hour, 44 minutes, which in the context of the three-hour epics alongside it in theaters right now, felt no longer than a TV episode. Because actors love nothing more than exchanging long monologues, especially female actors who have for too long had to play wives and girlfriends who nod along while men give the big speech, the cast is a who's who of phenomenal talents. Rooney Mara, Jesse Buckley, Claire Foy, Frances McDormand, barely, Judith Ivey and Ben Wishaw, yes, a man, don't ask. To say this is an acting showcase is the understatement of the year, at least so far. This is drama class in college, weep falling out of your chair, scream it to the rafters, levels of commitment to the material, and the movie is much better for it. Let the record show this is the first movie I cried in of 2023, during one particularly affecting monologue about a mother's desire to protect her children from Foy, who, to me, outshines the rest of the cast as a true screen supernova and effectively steals the movie. Between this, First Man, and Steven Soderbergh's Unsane, she might be one of my favorite actresses at the moment. And I haven't even seen The Crown. Now, I don't want to spoil what the particular discussion in this movie is about, both as a general uh, newsletter and podcast rule, and because I want you to go out and see this movie. It's very good. But it is fair to categorize this as one of those think piece disguised as a movie movies. I talked about Candyman from last year. Uh, If you want to go back to that episode, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And considering the setting of a Mennonite community and the all-female cast, you might be able to guess that feminism is at the heart of the film. Yet unlike other think piece movies, it doesn't try to cram down one, you know, quote unquote, correct opinion down the viewer's throat. Instead, offering several points of view which flow like water circling down a drain. The arguments blend and adapt and coalesce in a way that feels incredibly human and opened up my heart 
and apparently my tear ducts to the dilemma facing the group. As a counterpoint to the Avatar and Babylon epics of the world, this is a subtle reminder that great cinema can take many different shapes. It doesn't challenge a viewer within the movie, as in it's not difficult to follow or piece together what's going on in the story, but it's certainly challenging on a human level. When I look back at the movies of the past couple of years, there are not many that can say the same. All right, every week I give you something new, something old, and something to stream. This week's something new is on Netflix. We called it last week. It's The Pale Blue Eye. Now, when people ask me what my favorite genre of movie is, I sheepishly sheepishly answer noir, and then (laughs) inevitably have to explain what noir is. But I know you all listen to this podcast, so you already know. This movie was certainly qualified, with Christian Bale as the world-weary detective investigating grisly murders at 1830s West Point. The insertion of Henry Melling as Edgar Allan Poe is a bit of a misdirect, other than the historical fact that he was a cadet there at the time, because his Poe-ness has little impact on the story being told. The movie is instead adopted from a book written in 2003, and its plot is indeed quite novelistic, as is its pacing. On the backs of performances of Bale and Melling, the movie is watchable, but I can't shake the feeling that it's somehow second rate. I mean, the outlines of a cool movie are never quite colored in, and the mystery reveals rung a little hollow. Dare I say, the Netflix problems strike again. This week's something old, yes, 21 years old now, it's on HBO Max, it's Signs. Get ready for another round of the M. Night Shyamalan discourse, which I've already gone through with Old and Glass, the latter of which being one of my least favorite or worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. If you go back in the archives, I'm sure you can find them either on the newsletter or the podcast. He's got... Knock at the Cabin, coming out the first weekend of February. And all the people out there who enjoy ridiculous premises and wooden dialogue are licking their chops. Here's one thing, though, that no one can deny. Early career Shyamalan was fantastic. Ripping off the sixth sense, unbreakable signs in the village in a five-year span is legendary stuff. This one takes the idea of crop circles being created by aliens quite literally with a pre-meltdown Mel Gibson playing our leading farmer and super young Joaquin Phoenix and Abigail Breslin playing his kids. It's claustrophobic, it's tense and nerve-wracking in all the right ways, and the classic twist ending actually hits, unlike some of his later work. Before we put false hope in the king of twists once again, let's cleanse our palate with something nice first, with signs. This week's Something to Stream is also on Netflix. It's The Volcano, Rescue from Fuakari. A recommendation from my family back in Oklahoma, it will be no surprise to anyone who checks out this disaster documentary to find out it was executive produced by Ron Howard, the king of the disaster recovery movies, including Apollo 13, In the Heart of the Sea, and last year's most underrated movie, 13 Lives. 
There's no real mystery to the plot, which centers on an active volcano in New Zealand that erupted in 2019 with several tour groups on the island. But there's something emotionally impactful about the impending doom, especially when we start to realize which characters in the story are being interviewed in the present day and which are not. Enough incredible day of footage has been recovered from cell phones to put you in the dramatic moments as they unfold, making this documentary a simple yet gripping experience I'd recommend to any documentary fans out there. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's show. Coming up next week, I really wish I'd gotten to it this week because apparently it's a phenomenon, <laughs> at least for anyone with a TikTok account. Next week, I'll be reviewing Megan, the, uh, I don't know, it's like Chucky adjacent <laughs> uh, horror comedy. Is it a comedy? I'm not really sure, but seemingly everyone is uh, going out to see this movie or at least talking about it uh, online. So we'll be talking about Megan next week for sure. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully I can get around to uh, uh, The Whale, which is the other movie that I have been to this point behind on. And it's kind of it's continued to slide and slide and slide. Uh, So I can get to The Whale. Hopefully we can talk about that one next week. One movie I will not be talking about next week, I can promise you that, is Plane. Although if you guys want to waste a couple minutes of your time, the the trailer for Plane is pretty hilarious. (laughs) Uh, Until next week, guys, as always, I guess... I'll see you at the movies.